so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with him. So let's get into the word. Does anybody know why they were disobeying God when they built the tower? No? Back in Genesis 1 when God made people, he said that they were to spread out all over the earth have lots of children, fill up the earth and subdue it. And then all the people decided, we're not going to do that. We're all going to get together on this plane and we're going to build a tower and we're going to disobey God. And so God said, well, I can solve this problem. He mixed up all their languages and then they couldn't talk to each other. And we've had this problem ever since of not being able to talk, understand one another. So, okay... This is not doing anything. Oh, look, there you go. Okay, so now, in the book of Romans, it says, there's no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So you need to know the name of the Lord to be saved. Okay, everybody got that? And then it says, how can they call on the one they haven't believed in? How can they believe in the one they've not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it's written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So it's our job to send people so they can hear about Jesus. So who here's got beautiful feet? Yeah, who wants to have beautiful feet? Yes. So to do that, you've actually got to go out and tell people about Jesus. And then it says, not all the Israelites accepted the good news, and when we go out, not everybody's going to believe us. And it says in the book of Isaiah, who's believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Does it say anything there about reading a book? It talks about hearing, doesn't it? Okay, so now we've got challenges when we want to do this. So did you know that in the entire world, if four out of five people only really learn stuff by hearing... Only one in five people worldwide actually learn stuff mostly by reading. It's a bit hard to believe that in Australia, but that is true. Now, there's another problem out there. Did you know that in the world there's, some, there's more than 7,000 languages? Less than half of those languages have got even one verse of the Bible translated. So half of the languages in the world don't have the Bible at all. So how are they going to hear about Jesus? This machine doesn't like me. And do you know another scary thing for all of us here in Yass? The Australian Bureau of Statistics tells us that only 46% of Aussie adults can read and write well enough to survive in Australia. So that means, if you look out there in Yass, 
Only half of the people, if you give them a Bible, will be able to do anything with it. The other half will say, oh, that's a nice paperweight. I'll just um, stick it in my house and um, don't know what I'd do with that. So that is the problem that, that we face. Now the question is, what can we do? And so, oh yeah, and there's another thing. Before Jesus went up to heaven, he told his disciples, are any of his disciples still alive? No? They're all dead, aren't they? Well, they're all in heaven, actually. They're not dead because they were alive before they died. But anyhow, Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. That's what Jesus said. And then he said, go and make disciples of all nations. And he said, baptise them in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So your job... Everybody here, doesn't matter whether you're this high or this high, is to make disciples of the people of Yass and the people to the ends of the earth. That is your job to do. Jesus said it. It's there in your Bible. And you've all got one of these. And probably most of you can actually read the thing. So, And if you can't, I've got a solution for you a bit later on. So it is your job to make disciples of all nations. But you can't just give people a Bible because most people aren't going to read it if you do. So what can we do about that? That is where Lulu comes in. Lulu comes from a small village that speaks a minor dialect. Lulu doesn't read. In fact, there's no... Sorry. We've got a library of over six and a half thousand different languages with Bible messages that you can listen to. And we've got people all over the world who run around with a microphone and they capture gospel messages in different languages. And so at the moment, we've got people in Kenya, Pakistan, oh, no, I won't say, we're online, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah, okay. Uh, we've got people in a lot of Asian countries, a lot of African countries in the Americas who are all um, running around finding people and putting Bible messages in their languages. And that is something that we're looking for Australians to do as well. So that is something that some of you young people could grow up to run around with a microphone and record the gospel. And so they are some of the countries where we're working.
And from Australia, we support the work in East Africa, in Asia and the Pacific, and in Aboriginal communities here in Australia. Now, there we go. Hello, something's gone wrong. I've lost some... Um... All right, so anyhow, we'll, we'll forget about that for a second. Now, many years ago, there used to be these strange black things. Anyone know what that is? That is a record, indeed. Now, we used to send out records all over the world, and the big challenge was, how do you get lots of record players out there which are going to cost a lot of money? One of our people was in Ireland, and they went to a toy shop, and they came back to Australia with a toy. And our people spent months experimenting and um, thinking and praying, and they came up with this wonderful, what's that? Cardboard. Yeah, it's a lump of cardboard. Um, do you think I can make this cardboard talk? No. I can. Okay. And so they came up with this wonderful piece of cardboard. Now I'm going to stick, it's got a little bit of, a little metal nail sticking out of it, which once upon a time was called a needle. And you stick that on the record and I get my trusty pen. Could I have a helper please? Could somebody just come and, could you just hold that microphone there? Thank you. Let us put it in that hole there. That's good. ...where the language is spoken, and of a simple card talk like this, or other special low-cost recording asset players, people are able to hear the gospel message in their own language. Isn't that amazing? Thank you very much. So this thing is a card talk, and in the late 60s and the end of the 70s, Millions of these were sent all around the world along with sets of records. And there are millions of people that have heard the good news about Jesus on a piece of cardboard. So isn't that amazing? Now, our current day miracle is called Five Fish. So we've now got this thing called the internet, which is good and bad. Can anybody here speak a language that is not English? Yeah? Spanish? No. no? A bit of but... What language do you speak? Uh, Finnish and pigeon. Which pigeon? Oh, just the normal. Oh, Papua New Guinea. Oh, Papua New Guinea pigeon. Okay, well, we'll go to Papua New Guinea. I'll go to my Five Fish app and I will go into Papua New Guinea. And I'll look up Talk Pism. PNG has got about somewhere between 7 and 17 million people. They're not quite sure. And, um, and they speak 830 different languages in Papua New Guinea. It's quite an amazing place. And of course... It's not going to cooperate, is it? Oh, there we are. All right. 
my internet is not cooperating. Sorry about that. That doesn't happen very often these days. I will go into something I've already downloaded. I will go into, into there and I will go onto my library and Well, oh, there we go. I've got um, Herrick. And so generally, I can get any of those 6,500 languages on my phone talking about Jesus in about 30 seconds. It's I don't know why the um, talk pigeon didn't work this morning. It, it's, that's a very strange problem. So, it's because we're in Yas? Okay. So anyhow, that app, last year, 4 million hours of audio were downloaded off the internet um, using mobile phone and using computers. So I'm sure some of that was robots. But um, that's an awful lot of audio that's been downloaded and people have been hearing about Jesus in their own language. Now, something that we do for people in Australia is we've got these little solar-powered mega voice players and um, we use these in places around the world that don't have any electricity. Um, you know, you just put them on the windowsill and they charge up and then they'll play for about 10 hours once you fully charge them. And we can put any of our content on them and then you give people one of these and a set of the picture books and they can go and evangelise the local villages, wherever they are. But we also have got um, audio Bibles on these and these are great for people who can't read, um, people who don't have the internet, um, Often men over 50 and women over 70 are the big users of them because they struggle with smartphones or they, you know, they let their wife use the phone and they don't bother. So there you've got it. This is David Suchet. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. A lot of people have them to use in their cars. People have them at home. And so if you wanted an audio Bible, I do have six, and they're $65. Um, and then we can also get any version you like and, and post them down. But I've got six for $65 with the NIV with David Suchet. So they are really useful for a small section of the population. And the last thing is Tommy Tiger. So Tommy Tiger is designed for kids who have suffered trauma. And Tommy Tiger talks for four hours. She makes friends with a child. She addresses different forms of trauma, like if somebody gets sick, um, they lose a parent, they get bullied at school, their house burns down. There's a whole lot of different scenarios. And Tommy really has helped heaps of children. She speaks English and Afrikaans. And in South Africa, she's used in a lot of um, foster homes, orphanages, police stations, hospitals, fire stations. And Tumi is absolutely delightful.
I'll press the right button and it'll turn on. interesting place for it to start. But yeah, so generally you would put the, the number of the child's parent, grandparents, um, a children's hotline on the device, and so the child would then be able to ring up and ask for help if, if, they were, if the, something was triggered. So Tommy Tiger is really helping lots of kids, and Tommy has just learnt to speak Ukrainian, and we've now got a way of getting Tommy Tiger into the Ukraine. And so we're hoping that lots of kids are going to be helped in the Ukraine as well with Tummy Tiger. So Tummy Tiger is a great thing. And so in Australia, we've got a staff of about, um, there's about 25 of us, and I'm the CEO. And um, so I'm sort of responsible for everything that goes on. And what do we do in Australia? So we have got the computer experts. The mobile phone app that um, the Firefish app was developed in Australia, our website, all that's done in Australia. We've got well over 12,000 different programs and over 6,500 different languages. All of the, um, the database and all the computer systems is all looked after in Australia. Plus we've got, like we don't, that's 80 years worth of work, that library. And so we've got a copy in the States, we've got copies in Australia, we've got copies in the cloud, and we've got copies under somebody's bed in the Blue Mountains. Um, so, so we hope that we've got all eventualities covered. So if a hacker gets in, it's safe, because it's under somebody's bed. Um, and if Australia gets blown up, there's two other copies. And so, yeah, so we're, we're hoping to keep our audio archive safe of all our recordings, which are really valuable to us. We've got studios in Australia. We've got recorders all over the world. And when they finish their recording, they send them to Australia and our studios look after them and um, get them ready to go out on the internet so everybody can listen to them. We have got, we do a lot of training. We've just had a young guy in Namibia teaching oral Bible translators how to record. Uh, we've just had a, a training course in Thailand, training a bunch of young people from a country I won't mention, teaching them how to record. So we do a lot of training um, around the world of people so that they can do a good job of recording. And we support people. We, as I said earlier, we provide the funding for a lot of the work in East Africa, Asia and the Pacific. And I spend a lot of the, my time travelling around the world, visiting our centres, encouraging people, making sure they've got all they need and, and helping them to be able to do their work. And some of our other staff also do that sort of thing as well. And so that's what we do. And... So, do we know that God wants us to be doing this? So, in the book of Revelation, they're all, there's the throne of God, there's the lamb looking like he's been slain, there's the four creatures and there's the elders around, and they sing a song to Jesus. 
You are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God people from every tribe and language and people and nation. So there's going to be people in heaven from every tribe, language, people and nation. And so we are sure that God wants us doing what we're doing um, and because how else are people going to be able to call on the name of the Lord if they don't actually know that his name is even there? And so we are sure that God, is a, God wants us doing what we're doing. And you can also um, be a part of it. You can find out more. You would have all got a re in every language as you came in the door. So you can read about what we're doing and know what we're up to. You can pray for us. And prayer is really vital. Um, we have had the most amazing answers to prayer in the last few months. If anybody wants to know some, you can ask me um, afterwards. But having people pray for us is vital. And we do put out prayer notes. It's called Rejoice, and we give you a prayer point for every day. And Joy Ritterhoff, who started the mission back in 1939, she ran around Australia, and um, Leslie can attest to this, and she recruited thousands of people to pray for the mission. Most of those people are being called home to heaven and we need our next generation of people who will pray. So if you would like to pray for us, we would be very thankful. And there's a sign-up sheet up the back where you can um, sign up to pray for, um, pray for the work that we're doing. Um, or you can, and you can also get my prayer letter as well if you like. And you can go. As I said, nothing's happening. There we go. That's a pith helmet. You're probably most of you aren't old enough to realise why I would have that there. But we do need people to run around the world with a microphone, to run around the world training. And so some of you might decide that's what you want to do with your life. So anyhow, so that's what we do. We tell the story of Jesus in every language. Um, very thankful for the um, ministry that it is. And yeah, I hope that sort of gives you an insight into what we do. And just one last story. Uh, in Togo, we had our guys go out and they've been recording. And then earlier in the year, they got a report back from the um, Campus Crusade, who had been doing some evangelism in a remote part of Togo. And there was a witch doctor there who came and listened to them as they played the recordings that we had, our guys had made some years ago. And this witch doctor heard his own voice. He had been the language helper years previously, had since then become a witch doctor. He heard himself proclaiming the gospel and he was converted. <laughs> and then we've got a picture of him actually digging up all of his witchcraft gear um, as he turned away from, um, from the evil one and he turned to Christ. And so that is just a wonderful story. So, yeah, I hope that's encouraging. And thank you very much for the opportunity to come. Thanks for joining us today. As you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in his word, stay in his love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.